Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Edgeguard, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the Brit Frin- fringe. Words are hard. Uh, my name is Jordan. With me, as always, is my co-host Blake. Hey, Blake. Words aren't that hard to me, and after all, you have you have a degree in words, Jordan. You'll be you have a master. You're a, a master partial, of words. Partial masters. It's, I thought you had a full masters. Stuff. Well, but, but they, a, they call it a. Technically, I could leave, and I would have a masters. This is this is completely besides the point. <laughs> as soon as you you stumble over your words, I'm gonna. I'm going to get you for it. You'll see. <laughs> I never stumble um, over my words. One thing I won't stumble over is the name of the game we played this week, even though it's quite a mouthful. And that is Quarantine Circular. Uh, it's another game by Bithel Games, Mike Bithel and team. Um, you may remember that way back when last year we played Subsurface Circular, which was a text game. Uh, text narrative puzzle game kind of thing uh this game builds off a lot of the same mechanics from that game and um it's totally different story uh mechanics are a little bit different but same kind of basic um skeleton of subsurface um uh last time we did a like we split the episode into two halves one that was a spoiler free section and one that had spoilers um we're not going to do that this time because it's a little bit harder to split this game into spoiler-free and spoiler, especially since we already talked about a lot of the key mechanics in the last episode. So instead, mm-hmm. we're going to give you a warning, which is that if you want to play this game, and it's quite good, um, just like uh, Subsurface was. So if you're interested in the game, you should stop listening now, and you should go buy it. It's five ninety nine on Steam, and you should play it. It takes between an hour and two hours, depending on how fast you play. Um Yes. So, and also, no. if you if you aren't totally sold on the game because we haven't really said anything about it, you should go back and listen to our uh, subsurface circular episode. True. Uh, and listen, listen especially to that, the like, first fifteen minutes. If you yeah, want. that first like pre spoiler part because we like talk about the mechanics and like kind of why the game is interesting and yeah, we did yep. we didn't want to uh, do a retread of that for people that uh, have listened since then. So uh, we're we're just we're just saying go back and listen to that if you're not totally sold and if our you archive are, goes back. For all time. Well, not really. It goes back like a little less than a year, but okay. To the dawn of time of Edgeguard. Well, sure. <laughs> it's, it's all relative, I guess, but I mean. Um, but anyway, so uh, play play this uh, play this game, listen to the podcast. I don't know. Do something. You, mm-hmm. You've been warned. Go, yep. go away. Three, two, one. Okay, now, now we're in spoiler territory. Um, yeah. Okay, where, yeah, so, where should we start with this one? Okay, I, I, I want to start uh, kind of at a, at, a, at a different, since since people should already have an idea of what this game is, um, I want to start with something a little bit less basic, which is, well, I don't know, maybe it is basic. Do you think this the takes point, man. Okay. place in the, in the same uh, uh, world as uh, Subsurface Circular? Um... Am I answering based on all the information I have available to me or only based on the information uh, that is given to you well, in the course of the game? I think you should elaborate on that either way because my guess <laughs> is that you read a tweet by Mike, Mike Bithel or something. Uh, in the interview, he said that actually all of his games take place in the same universe, huh. um, including Thomas Was Alone. Yeah. Uh, so squares are hanging out with our sweet alien friend Gabriel. The what are the squares? The, the like little squares and rectangles <laughs> yeah. from Thomas was alone. Well, I think that that game is kind of like an allegory about robots coming to sentience. 
Mm, and I, then I only played it very briefly. Same, uh, but that's the impression I got based on how much I played. Mm. Um, so they go, they come to Sentience, and Thomas was alone. And then they are around in subsurface circular. And then at some point, I guess that the human society has a plague, which is the uh, plot of this game. See, I would almost think that uh, like this quarantine takes place before subsurface because there's no oh maybe because otherwise there would be robots on this yeah 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 my my thought is that it's uh quarantine like the existence of subsurface is sort of implying that uh they survived quarantine using the whatever plague anti-plague solution and Mm. then were able to progress to the point where they were you know had advanced robotics and that was sort of like you know they're they're getting to the next step mm-hmm. but i mean that's all reading between the lines it's all you know additional stuff i i guess we should maybe uh lay out the the narrative for uh people mm-hmm. that uh don't actually i wait i do want to say us. one thing i just yeah. remembered that where i read that was in the developer commentary for subsurface circular which was oh. produced before this game was released so he might have been talking about a, a different third game well um, i mean and but regardless, I, yeah, I think this game was like, considering that it shares the circular part of the name, my assumption is that it's, you know, similarly related in some way. Yeah. Uh, and my guess is that there's probably like little subtle nods to uh, his other games that exist. But um, but anyway, we should we should I guess we probably should give like a high level narrative uh, like summary of what's going on in this game. So basically, uh, you start the game as this sort of translator guy. You're like booting up this translator program and you Mm -hmm. walk up to this. Yeah, an engineer. And you walk up to this big sort of robot alien monster looking thing (laughs) and you start talking to it and it spits back unintelligible gobbledygook at you Mm -hmm. until progressively the more you talk to it the more your sort of language processing program starts to intuit uh, its language and then eventually you're having a conversation of it and the story unfolds of sort of a a plague on earth that's killing humans by the millions yes millions so far with no sign of abating yeah and so this this sort of like united uh like united science army i don't know exactly what to call yeah. it yeah well but specifically some- united navy it says that they they united their navies mm-hmm. i which i don't know why they would specify navies unless the implication is that they didn't unify all their armies too but i don't mm-hmm. know well yeah i think there was some part uh, justifying that like they are out on the ocean because the like pathogen spreads in like fresh water like drink drinking water so out on the ocean they aren't exposed to it or something like that um but anyway so they're people find this alien and want to kill it because they think that it has bad means or bad ideas bad plans and then other people aren't so sure and uh tense situations ensue yeah um, yeah, so the first thing that happens, I was really expecting it. So kind of the like genre read that I was getting at the first moment mm-hmm. was that it was going to be like an Arrival story. Have you seen that movie? Uh, I have where, seen Arrival. You have or have not? I have. Okay. Yeah, so I thought it would be kind of like that where the sort of drama is around miscommunication and like mm. you know, how, how, do you, how can you possibly come 
to communicate with something that's totally like unintelligible to you, a totally mm-hmm. other being. But that right. turned out to only be relevant in the yeah. first the which first is, episode of this. Yeah, one. which is actually an interesting point because uh, being that this has the circular name on it, um, I was assuming that the sort of subsurface circular connection would be the the trouble of communication because that game was largely about communication yeah uh and like many of the puzzles in it were about uh intuit like trying to intuit the proper way to communicate to beings with uh lesser intelligences than your own uh whereas this game is kind of like from the jump he has like the magical translator which by the way I feel like it was brushed over how fucking amazing that technology would be. Just <laughs> yeah. like talk to talk to something for like a minute and then you have a full understanding of its language. Well, a, a most a pretty With vocabulary too. Yeah, you basically yeah. have like a Google Translate level of uh, understanding of its vocabulary, which is which is pretty crazy. Remarkable. I mean, the only, yeah. The only thing that's really like addressed. Uh, that like you can't understand is when it uh, references like specific idioms or like creatures from uh, the home world. I guess we should we should say like the the alien creature is called Gabriel. Um, mm-hmm. So I it asks you what uh, pronoun you would give. Yeah, it. what pronouns it has? I just I just did he because I don't know because you you associate big burly arms with masculinity i see how it is blake no i, I associate no, the I'm name kidding. gabriel with <laughs> no no that's fair gabriel is usually gendered masculine for sure i yeah. i did she just because i wanted to be a little different and um it didn't actually impact gameplay yeah i figured very it much wouldn't. so yeah i mean it just changes the like how the other characters refer to sure gabriel, so sure yeah um I was going to say, oh, so the biggest change I think I've noticed, well, two big changes in quarantine versus um, subsurface. Um, the first one is the, there's just far fewer, like, true puzzly puzzles. Yeah. Uh, I, I really think there's, there's only like two. Like, two. Like, yeah. the one where you have to play the game with Gabriel about wordplay, mm-hmm. and the one where you have to search in um, the notes for the, the final passcode. Final passcode. Um, yeah. Um, whereas in subsurface, every single one had at least something that was kind of puzzly, including that final puzzle with the priest that was like a, a straight up get a pen and paper logic puzzle. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, I guess this the final cipher was a little bit like that in this one, but mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah. so that's go one different. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, that's one difference. The other big difference is the change of perspective of the player which ends up being mm. huge. And I think it's interesting, but I ultimately don't know if it a hundred percent works mm-hmm. um, because in subsurface, what you do is, you know, you just like your character doesn't know the answer to the mystery. Yes. So like the questions you're asking as a person, like I want to know the answer to this. So I click on it mm-hmm. uh, is, is also plausible that that's what, you know, your character in world is asking. Cause they also don't know the answer mm-hmm. to the, the puzzle or yes. in, is in this one you start as an engineer and then you like very quickly jump over and take control of the the alien and it's like yeah. wait a minute um and then you're in this weird position where you're like trying to select the aliens like stuff based mm-hmm. like their answers based on what will tell you the most information about the story yeah and it gets kind of confusing and then to just end this long description uh it gets most confusing when the security officer tang 
yeah. wants to stop the cure you've put into you, you're working on, mm-hmm. and suddenly you are working against the stuff you have done. Yeah. Like you, you, your new objective is to fight against the stuff that it was previously your objective to do. And it gets yeah. kind of confusing because I'm like, I don't, I want the cure to succeed. Yeah. So I want Tang to fail. So I want to not do the goal that the game is giving me. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, I don't know. I think, I think you're right in that it, uh, I don't think it succeeds as well. I think this game, like the first half had me, I was like very excited, very into it. And then sort of by the end the way in that it keeps passing around uh the player's agency and kind of like i don't know i feel like it kind of forced me to do things that i really like it it put me in a lot of positions where it's like okay well i didn't know that this is what was going to happen so now i'm left with a decision where i don't i don't like any of the outcomes of or Mm. any of the or choices i have i don't know i guess i got uh i'm not sure if you ended up in the same position but i ended up at the end when uh after the like admiral when you get the choice to be like okay do i want to do this i said yes and then it's like okay who do you want to send out there someone who the alien trusts and the the only option i had was tang so it, oh you had to send out the security officer yes and it oh. sucked it super duper sucked because she went out there and all my options were just like, hey, man, fuck you. And then the aliens is like, nah, man, fuck you. And then basically I like yelled at him to like, well, uh, he's, he's basically like, ah, those other people uh, gave me faith in humanity. And now you've bankrupted all. I don't trust them anymore either. And now uh, I'll give you this. Uh, but only like basically it was like an impasse where she's like, if you don't give me the cure, I'll just kill you right here or I'll turn you into the order. So you can either give me the cure or you can uh, fucking die. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And that was like, <laughs> and the thing that sucked is like, I had no idea that that was going to be at play at all until it was literally the only option I had. And, uh, that sucked. <laughs> that yeah. was not, that was not I... an enjoyable experience. <laughs> Yeah, I think it does. I mean, you can see that they were trying to do, you know, the way that, like, it it matters who is, who Mm -hmm. can listen and who can't early on. Mm -hmm. So it seems like they were trying to do, like, like it it sort of felt like an experiment on the subsurface genre, right? Or formula. Like, they Mm -hmm. had this one game. And they're like, what are some ways we can change things? And let's just see what happens. And so I'm not saying, like, you know, I don't want to like fault them for trying to tinker with the uh-uh. formula, but I think that the some of the things that really made subsurface work really well for me uh-huh. were lost in that change. Yeah, um, I, I I agree, and I think that, but I do think that the experiment also there's a certain measure of success to it because, like you mentioned, the aspect of uh, I as the player want this information and want this to happen, but these characters have other desires they want different information and Mm -hmm. they want a different outcome so how can i work within these different characters to get the solution i want yeah and i guess the thing that i the thing that i where i think it kind of like fell apart for me a little bit was when it's when i'm not the one that's uh changing the character to manipulate it's just like okay now i have to play as this character and like i only have a certain amount of options like i almost wish that like as it progressed it's like okay 
you've played as this character you have to swap to another character but you get to pick which one it is or or something i don't know i mean i i guess yeah. I, I i i hate to present uh alternative options because uh as a designer it's like the worst thing ever mm-hmm. when you're like someone says yeah, like, yeah this this thing is wrong with your game and here's how to fix it so i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna st- just stop myself right now but well, maybe um, one way to approach that question is just to um talk through the different things that happen to us at the end of the game because something different happened to me actually well yeah let's um, let's let's talk through just like in general what was like what was the story of your game from like kind of start okay. to, i guess what where i don't know where it can deviate my assumption is that the, the first deviation one is when whether or not you, oh, take, off whether the collar. you take off the collar yes yeah, so I did take it off. Um, As did I. Uh, and the, what that affects is um, when Gabriel charges at Tang, which I think happens regardless. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you can... I don't think you can prevent the charge. Sure. Um, if the caller is on, mm-hmm. then I assume Gabriel... Based on things that the... I forget her name, the scientist lady. Uh-huh. Um, this isa or something like that based on the stuff that she said at the end of the game to me Mm -hmm. um it sounds like if the collar had been on it will destroy the The cure the cure yeah he Uh, if there's a certain line of questioning with him where he says like oh like i was trying to synthesize a cure but um, every time i got zapped it resets my computer and so i'm back to square one yeah um so that changes um, I guess neither of us saw what happens if the zap goes on. Yeah, um, no. But the one thing that we did do differently is I... So I assume you had Tang dodge the attack. I then. did. I did. Yeah, so then it hits... Then he, he hits the, the, the doctor. doctor. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, and then that, that, that... I think that was, like, the one decision that if I were to, like, play again, I would not do that. Yeah, so literally that was the, the most, like, crystallized moment... Of me uh-huh. being like, well, if I'm role playing as Tang, uh-huh. I'm going to dodge right now. Yeah. If I'm doing what I want to do as Jordan, then I want uh-huh. Tang to get hit in the face because I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that so I, I I I thought about it and I was like, well, let's just see what happens if she gets hit. So uh-huh. I I did that, and that's how the game ended up. Yeah. See, that's through. interesting because my logic was, uh, I want Tang to get hit. But I think that if uh, the in the game, if the alien harms a human, then the whole thing is off. Then no one trusts him anymore. So my thought was like, have her dodge out of the way and she'll be like, yo, fuck you. But at least the uh, like the captain and the other like the student will still trust him and be willing to uh, let the cure happen. So that was my logic, but oh, then of course the the doctor gets uh, battered to the side, and then uh, what ends up happening is that um, Gabriel is so distraught with what's happened that he voluntarily goes back into the circle and like sits down and disables the like language thing, so no one can yeah, communicate with him. Too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, and um, and the doctor gets put in a coma, and then later on she dies. Okay, so oh, she dies. Yeah, but it's not until the uh, like, I think it's not until after the game has resolved. It's sort of at the the thing that shows uh, at the end that kind of like the wrap up paragraph or whatever it says like ah, she died later on or something. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
she survives in mine. In fact, she becomes the carrier for the oh pure neat. Virus. So okay, so how did the rest of your game carry out um, after that? So point? then we same thing with the the admiral in his you know I don't know conference room with everyone. Yeah. And the engineer from the beginning shows up, Engineer yeah. Perez, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, Asa, the doctor, shows up too because uh-huh. Tang is in the infirmary. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they give advice to the Admiral about what to do. And then mm-hmm. this this part confuses me about why yours was different is uh-huh. you get to cho- – I got to choose any one of the three to go out there, the Admiral, Perez, or the doctor. Yeah. So I don't I don't see why you didn't get to choose the admiral or the engineer. I don't know either. I That's interesting. I that, think it I think it might be something to do with um cuz cuz I was prompted at one point it was like okay, who do you want to bring in to talk to you? You can bring in the engineer or the uh or you can bring the engineer and the security offer, officer or only one. So I just brought him in because I didn't like her and didn't want to deal with her. And then I had him do the convincing and then he's like, great. Okay, cool. We're going to do the good thing. And then it like, literally there was no options. Like, well, I want to send someone who knows the robot and who it trusts. So I'll send the person he fucking hates the most. And I, that, that really frustrated me. I, cause I don't understand why I wasn't able to send the, the engineer or even the even the student like i feel like even the student would have been oh, like yeah, uh yeah. but i didn't have the option to send anyone but uh tang at the uh, end of part one what did the trust meter of it was this, full of the engineer it was huh yeah it was all same the way full with, and like me. yeah i i have no idea what it was that didn't allow me to send anyone but tang but that was the that was the option uh so uh-huh. so so yeah how basically happened for me is like a, yeah i get in there and uh talk to although so here's a question because there's like uh and hear opinion op like meter that happens when you're in that room talking to people uh and you like hear their opinion and that's what gives you the focus point to say like here's what i'm gonna do so did you how many yes. of those did you have three or just two just two okay okay did you uh, have three no, I just had one. So my well, oh. my question is because you mentioned the like the student. Were you able? Was she an option to send out to talk to oh, him? Oh no, the student. Wasn't oh okay, an option. it was just the two. It was just either the the well, doctor was, well, or the engineer. Hmm. I guess it was. I thought I also had the option for the admiral to go himself, but maybe I'm thinking of. Maybe you could. I don't know. Uh, I don't it, remember now because it was like, it was this weird situation where. I had to both the two options I had of my choice mm-hmm. were the same result but different reasoning. It was like one of them yeah, was yeah. like we should trust the alien and the other was like we should use the disease cuz we have no other choice. Yeah. Um and but either way it's the same effect. And sure. the the doctor I picked one of them and the doctor was like I agree with your decision, but not your reasoning. Hmm. I was like, well, that seems irrelevant, but thank you for your input. <laughs> uh, duly noted. I'm going to go do what I want now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's another moment of where the player's position makes it kind of confusing because it's like, why do I need advice from other people who are me? Sure, you know, sure. Like, um, 
Yeah, I mean, again, that's sort of like a, a limitation of the... Almost of, like, the video game... Well, maybe not. I, yeah. I'm, like, remembering all the moments in, like, Knights of the Republic when you're, like, talking to your own companions uh-huh. whose, like, lives you've already had some choices in uh-huh. constructing. You're, like, then supposed to have a conversation with them. And it's, like, mm-hmm. this weird position where you're, like... Normally you're playing as the main character, but suddenly it's like you're the author or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it gets Which, a, it can get a little bit uh, odd at, at odd at times. Where it's just like, okay, I have decided these things for you. Like I'm supposed to be role playing as the player character, but I'm also getting to role play as some of the their tertiary, like the other characters as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's there. There can be some tension there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I, I want to hear what, uh, what the like, sort of resolution, how that went, uh, with the doctor. Cause it, at least in my game, the doctor was like the closest, uh, friend of the, of, uh, Gabriel. Uh, we had a sweet rap battle, uh, same that happened to me too. And we were just best, the best of friends, the best um, of buds. So was it like the ending all like, Oh, cool. Yeah, that's great. Sweet. Well, I'm going to go try and get away from the order and you can go do this thing and uh, best of luck to you. I hope humans uh, really do make it big. <laughs> make it big. Yeah, make it to uh, the big times. In- invest now. No, <laughs> it, it was like, um, so I my final choice was, uh, so the, the order was landing. Did that happen to you? Yes. Okay, so the order is about to land. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel's like, oh, shit, we're running out of time. We got two options. Either I can infect you right now, and I can spend the last hour I have before the order finds me uh, checking your vital signs to make sure that the everything is good to go with the, the phage. Huh. Um, the other option, uh, he's like, oh, but the downside is uh, if I do mess it up, you'll probably die. Uh, but the other option... Um, is that we go into the city right now, and I shake hands with as many people as I can see, and uh-huh. just spread the spread the bug to all of them, the people uh-huh. who are already infected. So, you know, a little bit less of a risk there. Oh sure. Um, but I won't. I then won't have time to be checking, checking it to make sure it works. So you will uh-huh. definitely live, but a little riskier on the on the phage working out properly. Sure. So I just infected her, and then the post-credit or post-game paragraph said that she survived. Oh, okay. Um, and everything worked out. And huh. I, it didn't tell me what happened to Gabriel though. Yeah. It was like I hope you're okay wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was so just I like. So the order, the order snatched him up. Yeah, I don't even think mine said that. Like the cure worked. Just like all right, Tang took the cure. Gabriel peaced out, and the doctor died. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i felt that's what i felt like when it happened i was just like cool uh but i don't know i I still think this game was uh was very good um i i wrote here this is like a top tier mass effect side mission like oh that's great yeah this is one of the things you would do on the citadel uh i feel like in mass it's like but i feel like it's almost better than one of the like top tier like literally one of the best like I don't know the the early the early like the first half of this game I feel like were was like probably about as like tight as subsurface circular was kind of like holistically it was just like firing on all cylinders good writing interesting mm-hmm. premise 
nice yeah. tension and then sort of as we've we've kind of great beat to death twist. a little bit yeah the the twist was solid but this sort of uh the sort of tension of playing multiple characters fell apart and and i do think the puzzles were uh much less elegantly uh integrated into into this game than uh, in subsurface i feel like that was one of the the good things about having all the characters be like weird robots is you can have like number like puzzles about like data and numbers and seem like be really organic or also it's a sort of like fun play on the sort of problem inherent to all conversational mechanics which Mm -hmm. is that because you're playing on a computer and every like conversation tree has to be programmed in Uh um it's oh you know it always feels a little mechanical sure Uh, but if you're literally talking to a robot then it's okay for them to have emotions that are perfectly keyed to specific inputs and it doesn't seem weird it's just like yeah. It's sort of like, ah, ha, ha, you're a robot. You only have six emotions, and they respond exactly to one one thing, and it's, it becomes kind of charming in a way. Yeah, and um, it doesn't... Whereas, it like, solves actual the pro- humans, it, it sometimes can be implausible. Yeah, and it solves the problem of, like, uh, oh, well, I asked this character one thing, and they respond the same thing every time. Like, yeah, yeah. It, when it's a robot, it's like, well, that's all he's capable of coming up with right now. And also, I do think both these games do a good job of... Uh, never letting you circle back and ask the same thing or do the mass effect thing and let you like explore every option. It, it really makes you like, here are three interesting things you can ask them, pick the one that you yeah. like either find the wanna most, want to know the most about, or like you think will serve the most utility in what you're trying to do. Um, which I think is one of the biggest strengths in these among other sort of like, narrative uh option games is uh that it it makes you stick to your guns and you don't just get to like prod around uh willy-nilly you kind of have to be like okay here's the thing yeah um what else did i want to talk about oh let's talk about the puzzles a little bit okay i i can talk about puzzles um, so let's see. So let's break them all down. So first, there's the very first one, which is n- barely a puzzle, but it's like, what's the translation? Check your code? notes. It's uh, check your notes. One, two, three. Yeah. Um, then there is, I guess there's a pseudo puzzle in the fact that you have to convince the admiral when you're the alien, you have to convince the admiral to hear you out i guess it's all yeah those are those there are a few moments like that that i wouldn't quite consider puzzles because they're kind of like they're kind of hard to not be able to do there's just like you always have a goal and like basically by carrying out the conversation to its end you like fulfill the goal and move on there yeah. i think i know which one you're talking about where you, you have to like say a certain like two certain options like you say one option and it fills his bar halfway and you say yes, the other yes, option that fills the, up the rest yeah. of the way um but yeah I, I guess I wouldn't quite consider that a puzzle, but then again, one of the other like quote unquote puzzles is just kind of like a, do you know words or like, yeah. The, so he talks about basically the alien brings up like, Oh, we have this game on my planet where you like think of a word that, uh, within it has a, another word that means the same thing, uh, that be, can, can be constructed of 
fewer letters, but the same letters that are in, or like some of the letters contained within the word in the order they are in the word, but fewer than the actual word. So yeah, the the like the, the final one. challenge one is well, what is the first one? I actually don't remember. Is myself. Um, oh and, yeah, uh, me. Yeah, myself and me is in myself, and they appear in the same order, and they have a synonymous meaning. Yeah, and then what was the second one? The second um, one? what was the second one? It was, was it municipality or was that the last one? That was the last one. That was the like, ah, Earthling, you've done well. Now for my final test. <laughs> yeah, municipality. That one was. That one I like that one. Yeah, I did that one, too. That one was like uh, I, I, I had to think about that one. Um, yeah, um, and I also liked how the uh, the response is like uh, the, you say m- municipality he says oh well what's the word on the inside and you say uh, well city that means the same thing right because that is exactly what went through my head as I was like <laughs> municipality and city thing, right? and then I was like yeah those are the same right that's what that's the solution isn't it <laughs> um uh, yeah and then like the sort of final puzzle is like uh a riddle written in the the character's notes uh who like so you're from the perspective of the admiral you're like okay i've made the decision but i have to like put in the launch code or whatever which i have to get from this uh this person's notes which i guess i don't know we haven't oh, talked wait about a the minute. notes yet don't you have to get it from tang tang's notes oh they must change it Oh, was it from Asa's notes? Yeah, or, yep. I keep forgetting her name. What it's like Al. It's Alla, like A L L A. I feel oh, like. Oh yeah, Alla. I just have the screenshot right here. Okay, gotcha. Alla. Um, um, okay, that. I wonder if it's the same puzzle though, because uh, that's another problem I had with this game. Is that puzzle I did not solve by figuring it out. I solved it, uh, basically brute force a little bit. Oh really? I did it like. Ha- oh, I did. Huh. I did half of it, uh, the right way, and then the other half was like, I guess not quite brute force. It was just like guessing, basically. Wait, um, wait, wait. So you, so let me explain. I figured out the first and last letter. Anyway, go ahead. So, but don't you literally have the cipher key? Because it says in mine, it was like, uh, it will be a ciphered thing. The cipher is the last digit of the timestamp of the note. Oh, in, no. in the note. This is, that's the note, totally there's different. A, there's a jumble of letters, and the jumble of letters uh, was timestamped as something that ends in four. So mm-hmm. it was literally just a Caesar shift. So you shift each one four letters. Nope. So that was so literally the first letter was X. So that turns into A. Um, huh. And I then I just typed it in. I was gonna do it manually, but I was like, okay, I've effectively yeah. solved it. Now I just need to punch it in. Huh. So I just used an online. Caesar sure. shifter. Yeah, that is a totally different puzzle. Uh, the one. Oh, really? So what's yeah. yours? Uh, it was frustrating, man. So uh, I should have screenshot it, but basically, I assumed that you would have had the same one. So uh, I didn't think the particulars would be super important. However, I did write the point that I didn't get because basically, it's like three, three points, and so it says, uh, "What is it? It says the first uh, is." in casserole but not or no no the first is in cake but not in casserole the second third and fourth are human but forgiveness is divine and the final is a question (laughs) 
So What's the first the answer? one. So the first one was easy. Well, to me C? it was easy. What? It was, no. It was one? it was K. Uh, the first is in cake, oh. but not in casserole. So K is the only letter oh, in cake that isn't in also cake, in casserole. casserole. The second one, I have no fucking clue what it, like how you're supposed to get the solution. I'll read it to you again because I read this one a hundred times. My second, third, and fourth are human, but forgiveness is divine. My second, third, and fourth are human. Yeah, I, I, could not for the life of me figure out what that is uh but so so i guess i should say with each of these you're presented uh like four letters to choose for or no i guess that's not true the first one you're presented four letters the second one you're presented uh four letters and then the third one you're you're given four pairs of letters and then the fourth one is four letters again oh yes they really make it hard to brute force yeah, so basically oh, I used damn. the hint, and even the hint was, like, not as generous as I thought. It said, look in the notes, it, it would be something that's an actual word, maybe a name. So that's the way I figured it out, is that uh, I knew that the first letter was K, because it's the only letter that's not in casserole, or, that yeah, that's in cake, but not casserole. And I knew the last letter was Y, because it was the only of the letters in the last one that could be construed as, like, a real word, because, you know, the question, why, or, because that's, it says, like, the last letter is a question or something, or it doesn't say that, it just says, like, my last is a question or something. Uh, And then the middle ones, it was like, all right, which one of these sounds most like a name? But also, uh, this game, more so than Subsurface Circular, is uh, very British. Um, There's a lot of, I was stood in front of him. Or I was sat in front of him, which is a. Uh, it's one of the weirdest, oh, like, yeah. British English versus American English. And also, I'm relatively certain Canadian English, they say, like, I was sat instead of I was sitting or whatever. Um, anyway. I was sat makes it sound like someone else sat you down. Like, yeah, like, like I, was I was sat. I was on instructed the floor. by someone to sit here. No, just means I was sitting there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so I didn't know like this. Uh, these could be British names, but it ended up being Carrie, K E R R Y. Uh, oh, and my second, I, third, and fourth are human. But, but forgiveness, forgiveness is divine. I have no oh, clue. What? to err is human. Forgive to forgive is divine. That's a saying. Uh, e to err E R R is okay. human. I've but, never heard that before. So turns out, if yeah, you haven't yeah. heard that turn of phrase, then um, y- you just are. It's from oh, okay, yeah, it's huh. from a famous, a famous essay by Alexander Pope. But I, I don't know if I would have gotten that in the moment. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, huh. that, well, well, if, if you've never heard it though, there's no yeah, way. <laughs> that makes me feel better that I didn't figure it out because I was like, I was like, we're gonna get to the podcast and jordan's gonna fucking roast me because he figured out the word puzzle in two minutes and it didn't take me forever and he no, always puzzles much easier games. than yours but yeah it's like i feel like i don't know i i having previous knowledge of a quote is uh i don't know not my uh my favorite way to solve a puzzle <laughs> but, um, I, I if it makes you feel better i feel quite confident that you would have been able to solve mine without any trouble Okay. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it ended up being a carry. And then also at the end of the game, like before the credits roll, it said four carry. So I assume that's a real person, but 
but anyway it was uh, oh, it was a frustrating yeah. way to end a game that i liked a lot to have like this puzzle that i spent way too long on because i just couldn't figure it out and then to not be able to <laughs> get the resolution that i wanted <laughs> um but it's still uh, still despite all these like flaws um i i think it's one of those i i think one of the reasons i've enjoyed doing this uh podcast a lot is it's helped me uh like realize that i appreciate things much more when they uh have a lot of ambition and do a lot of interesting things but fail a good amount of those too uh versus things that are just kind of like across the board pretty good like i think about it a lot with the uh like the marvel movies like i just (laughs) so many of them just fall totally flat for me and everyone's like oh that was great why didn't you like it i'm like because it's just the safest, most like predictable yeah. thing in the world. Like they're formulaic, but something that like tries way harder and fails a lot more. But it's just like, yeah, it's just more interesting. And like I'm gonna come out liking it a lot more and like feeling yeah. more positive about it later, right? Yeah, and um, also something that f- I feel like, like things that are safe and formulaic are they end conversations whereas things that mm. are risky but fail tend to prompt conversations because yeah. it's like you're like there's something interesting here there's something bothering me about this and yeah. it's like i now i want to talk about it i want to talk about what what worked and what didn't um which where if it's something that's just like that's fine it's a thing yeah. it's like nothing to say then it's just like that's all you say you say yeah ah, if, that's if fine. someone wants to ask me like uh how i feel about the movie ant-man i'm like <laughs> I don't know. Like it was fine. Like I don't really remember anything about it. Like Michael Douglas is in it, and like I guess that one that one character. Uh, well, what was it? I'm trying to think of who it was. I don't know. He was pretty funny. I didn't. That's see literally movie, all I remember. So. You, you're not missing much. It's kind of a nothing movie. <laughs> it, it, but exactly like, like it. At, like walking out of the theater. I love a, a good movie where you're just like, well, that was fucking crazy. How about this thing that happened? Or like this didn't work. Or that did work. Whereas like, I don't know. I mean, and that's partially yeah. why this podcast exists is to play games that uh, take more risks uh, yeah. and fail a lot more, but talk about the things that do work about them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, this was a this was a very good example of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah was there... I, I really like the Bithel shorts. I hope they keep uh, they keep coming. I, I supposedly um, the next one is going to be a longer one. So oh okay that'll be interesting um interesting yeah they're they're uh they're a nice little like well i guess i don't know this one was shorter than subsurface or it felt shorter to me um yeah i guess but I no it might have been shorter i guess i, could I, look I think at my i played time. it for less time because mm. you know it, i think it, it was shorter in playtime, maybe not in like content because there were those puzzles mm. that required like real code breaking you know sure sure in subsurface so Although it sounds like you spent quite a lot of time on that one, so yeah, I'll, it seems like they're about the same. I think I it said I had like a hundred and ten minutes in. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I can literally quarantine check this, can't and I? two hours in subsurface, so fewer than three hours. I don't okay. really love how Steam tracks time because it's just two hours just means more than two, but fewer than three. So oh yeah, that's true. Um, but but um, yeah. Uh, let me look, skim through my notes see if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Uh, while you're doing that, I do want to talk about the music. I think. Ah, uh, uh, damn it! That was one of my notes. Okay. Uh, I do think yeah. this this one has a leg up on subsurface in that instead of having like all uh, diegetic music, it's all just like you know, 
sort of a more traditional soundtrack and uh, i guess it is all diegetic and subservice yeah because it's all just coming out of them them robots those, those dudes yeah, yeah um but i i think maybe i don't know if the music is actually that much different or if it's just that it's brought to the forefront a little more that you notice it but i did think it had a very good soundtrack yeah i like um, the music um and sound effects too just the sound design in general i'm a, I'm a sucker for just like really good sounding like menus and since this game is a lot of like interface uh the mm-hmm. fact that it sounds good um you know <laughs> like i feel like um blake likes the menu noise yeah uh uh the max krieger game we played god what was it called i always forget the it's name of it, the puzzle game crossneak yeah the that had great like menu like flipping around the menu sounds and like clicking oh, yeah. on stuff sounds and like the, it's the one of those games where you want to just move your mouse up and down over the buttons yeah the gold standard for me is uh basically any metal gear solid game especially metal oh, gear really? one they all oh the sounds are so good i have i have a really bad confession which is that i've never played any of the metal gear games you should play uh, not a single one well so for my orals i this is one of these things that makes me like just i can't believe that my job is a real thing but uh, i'll be playing one of the metal gear uh i think is it metal gear solid or is it the original metal gear i think it's metal gear solid uh, it's probably um, solid the og metal yeah. gears are like really old and not yeah as well celebrated Okay, I, th- I think it's Metal Gear Solid, but how cool is that? I get to like play that. That's that's cool. great. Metal Gear Solid is a hell of a thing. Do you like anime? Uh, I I sometimes like anime. Well, it's anime as hell, and it's got one of the coolest mech designs in ever. It's like my favorite mech design ever. Metal Gear huh. Rex, man, cool looking ass robot. Anyway. This is all pretty beside the point. Is it? <laughs> Other than the, the the very good music, I should have uh, looked who did the soundtrack for this game, but um, I didn't, shamefully. Uh, but it's good. Uh, anything else you uh, you uh, wanted to? Um, I don't know. Most of my other notes were just like little shout outs about specific moments. I thought it was funny when uh, you can ask Gabriel about um, about like aliens. You know, any any plot that has like. You know, with real aliens, there mm-hmm. is like an obligatory moment where characters ask the alien about like, wait, so what about all the UFO sightings in in real life? Mm-hmm. Were they you? And uh, and Gabriel says something like, well, your, your planet's under quarantine. The few UFO sightings that actually happened were mostly the results of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, like, um, you know, some some hooligan kids, alien kids were drinking on the weekend and crash landed in roswell new mexico that's good uh i was able to find the uh, composer dan lissac and the the soundtrack is actually available on uh Bandcamp. so uh if you just google quarantine circular soundtrack it it exists um but i'm glad you brought up uh like talking to alien because it it did remind me that i did want to talk about um the sort of uh a few of the cliches uh that exist um that exist in this like sci-fi cliches. And I guess, I don't know if I have that much to say about them, but the, the, uh, whole, uh, human crisis is happening. So, uh, world peace, a tenuous world peace is established. Yeah. That's also an arrival. (laughs) That's yeah. I mean, I feel like it's in a lot of, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's a believable, I don't know if it's believable. Yeah. I, I just think it's like, cause see arrivals a lot about how like, there's not actually that much peace. It's like super 
like it sort of falls apart and it's like oh china's gonna blow yeah. shit up or whatever um whereas yeah. this game i mean it, this is a lot sh- well i guess it's not a lot shorter than arrival but it's sort of a different thing so it doesn't explore that very yeah. much but i guess um, the real the real example of that is watchmen right isn't that that's literally spoilers that's the plot of watchmen yeah that's that, true uh, that's like well it depends on you're talking about the movie or the book oh i'm talking about the movie i got Oh, is it? Okay, maybe they are the same. Yeah. I don't know. They went back and changed the ending, but uh, the book. Yeah, I mean, that, but it is kind of like a sci-fi trope. Um, I, I also don't know how believable... I, I sort of have problems with it in both directions. Like, on the one hand, I think it's uh, it's not a given that world peace would emerge from a unifying crisis. Mm-hmm. And secondly... I think it's weird that, like in the the narratives of these these sorts of sci-fi worlds where this mm-hmm. that's the plot, it, the implication is always less so in this game, but a lot of times the implication is that that's the only way that world yeah. peace can be achieved. Yeah, and I also true. find that implausible. I'm like, well, the I mean, history is very complicated. There's a yeah. lot of factors in play. I You're- don't know that I. A lot of things can happen. Like, You're not having your cake and you're not eating it too. <laughs> Um, and this game actually had another trope, which is the like uh, hyper advanced aliens deciding whether or not to allow humans to progress or to help them. Uh, yeah. That that was one that like sort of di- more directly reminded me of like Mass Effect because isn't there? I feel like there's a thread where like the Corians discovered humanity like during the caveman days, and then they were like, uh, <sighs> "Yo, these guys aren't ready yet, so we're gonna." get out of here because we don't want to yeah impede their progression or whatever i just read a a novel for a class um it's called dawn it's by octavia butler mm-hmm. and the premise is that there it was written in the 80s so mm-hmm. you know when reagan was talking about nuclear war all the time sure and uh the premise is there's just been a nuclear war and then these aliens come and re rebuild humanity but only at the price of like changing our dna to be more like them but anyways the the, one of the aliens explains that there was a big debate over whether or not they were allowed to intervene yeah some of the aliens were like well they destroyed they decided to kill themselves we Mm -hmm. we can't make that choice for them (laughs) yeah i mean it's an interesting thing because like it seems like a lot of times in science fiction uh the aliens are more sophisticated than humans. So it's like, ah, yes, other life is out there and it's better than us because it was able to find us here on earth, uh, before we could find it out elsewhere in, in space or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, I'm I'm curious if there's like, I'm sure there probably is science fiction where it's like, all right, humans progressed and we wouldn't found these aliens and they're intelligent, but not as intelligent as uh, as us. And we exploited the hell out of them. Uh, um, like that's got to. I'm sure it exists, but uh, I feel yeah. like it's the less often explored uh, trope, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I sort of have a uh, an account of why that's such a popular assumption in sci-fi, which is just that, like, in the historical record of like like modern societies, mm-hmm. whenever. It's it's basically like we have a lot of guilt about the actual exploitation of a mm. less technologically sophisticated society by a more technologically sophisticated society. Uh, so I we don't talk colonialism. about it. So we we sort of like have this this knee jerk assumption that when a really powerful 
entity encounters a less powerful one, it can only be tragic. So mm-hmm. if they are nice people, they would just not let anyone contact at all mm. because we, we it's happened so much in and know, humans are nice two, people. 200 well, years, yeah. we assume that yeah. Or, yeah. or something like that anyway. It has it has the classic problem of uh uh if it is problematic for humans to confront their own past, they just don't do it and pretend it's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I, I think we've probably covered pretty much anything. So let's talk about Mama Possum, which Mama uh, Possum is. Uh, let's not even explain what we mean by that. Let's just end the episode right there. Yeah, Mama Possum. No. <laughs> see you next week. No, it's a it's a, a a video game that we'll be playing next week. Uh, it's I think it's like kind of a twine game type situation. Uh, mm-hmm. But basically, it's uh, here. Let me let me read you the tagline: Two sisters, a truck rifle. Uh, I already ruined it. Ah, now sisters, you make fun of you because you were mad truck, at me at the beginning of the episode. Ah, damn it. Full circle. I didn't even do that on purpose. You don't know language either. Damn it. Uh, two sisters, a truck driver, and a housewife fend off a kaiju apocalypse in the Great Smoky Mountains with their mech, Mama Possum, <laughs> which is a great name for a mech, uh, and I'm excited to play this game. Um, it was actually a recommendation by uh, Austin Walker, which uh, people will know. Uh, Jordan and I are big fans of Waypoint and what mm-hmm. they do. So, any and he, and he's a he's a mech aficionado. So, uh, always got to always got to take his mechs. yeah. He's a connoisseur of uh, of mechs of mecha, if you will. Uh, so uh, anyway, we'll be we'll be checking that game out next week. You can find it at bravemule.itch.io slash mama possum. Uh, if my mispronunciation of itch.io is confusing to you, just go Eww. ahead and follow, just, <laughs> uh, go ahead and, uh, check us out on Twitter where, uh, we'll, uh, tweet out a little linky dink to that, to that game. And so you don't have to try and uh, parse my dumb words. How about that? <laughs> uh, and yeah, that, I think that's great. I think you, re- you all really should follow us on Twitter, uh, because in addition to helping you, uh, parse Blake's language, Twitter also is where we... We sometimes uh, tweet at creators, and they tweet back a little back and forth about games. Uh, if you want to talk to us about a game that we've played or recommend one, just hit us up there, and we will. I I will promise you, you'll get a response. Uh, the the tweet volume is low enough that I can I can respond to any and all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's the the Jordan promise right there. Um, but. Um, Other than that, I think just, yeah, follow us on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.